0: going on welcome back to the no clue podcast episode 222 we are back i'm one of your hosts i'm mike
1: and i'm tyler welcome back uh week one is over week two has started um we'll get into some of the week one games here in a second but let's start with uh the most recent game which was the vikings and the eagles Uh, Yeah, eagles took that one uh what'd you notice in this game, what was the big thing to notice? Biggest thing, biggest to be away. honest.
0: The biggest thing is, uh, it kind of validated the concerns a lot of people have for Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, like their secondary doesn't seem to be that good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, as far as like guys could get open, guys could, if they get an opportunity to run extended routes, they could really pick up a lot of yards. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're they can't they're way too committed to running the ball. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's like very predictable defense. Again, the Vikings. I'm not convinced are a good defense. They're probably better than last year, but yeah. you know, it it looked like it was even though they scored a lot, it looked like kind of a struggle for a lot of this game.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, I think. For me, I don't really get why the Eagles have to either go like really long or a short run. Like, I mean, sometimes the runs are long, but they don't have a lot of mid-range short passes uh, in their offense, which I think that, you know, I would think they would with some of the talent they have, be able to make some, you know, quicker passes, um, you know, within 15-yard plays. They really don't have a lot of that. At least they didn't show a lot of it uh in their arsenal last night. Um that was a little bit concerning to me. Uh and like you said, the Vikings, I mean, their receivers were getting open basically whenever they really wanted to. Um anytime the they didn't, didn't get to, to Kirk Cousins, not.
0: anytime the Eagles yeah. didn't get to Cousins, dudes were wide open. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um
1: what about uh, Jalen Hurts? What'd you think about Hurts last night,
0: dude? I I always love watching him, even when he doesn't play well, and and I don't think he played, uh, especially in the first half. He didn't play very well, mm-hmm. um, but his patience, man, like his patience. He moves on from mistakes so easily because that that pick was pretty gross. It was. Uh, and i and i thought the vikings would capitalize off that but you know they they had their own issues with turnovers mhm um but his like his poise his composure man he's such a fucking leader
1: yeah i, I completely agree i agree um him and uh, aj brown had an exchange uh heated exchange it was called uh <clears throat> towards the end of the game what do you think about that concerned about that at all no because i'm not
0: no yeah I, I i feel like Hertz is such a good leader like dudes can't have an issue and aj brown is like a key part of the team you know he's a key contributor so like he yeah. could have an issue and it doesn't become you know a team-wide problem or an extended multiple week like issue you know what i mean
1: yeah i think Hertz seems like a very collaborative mm-hmm. uh, quarterback like you know tell me what you need let's figure it out together kind of guy yeah um, but I, I agree with everything you said I really don't have much to add I, I thought he could have used his arm a little more last night but you know when they show the other angle of the game a lot of guys just really weren't open a lot yeah. of times so AJ Brown included I there was one time he was kind of open but you know most of the time he was pretty much covered
0: yeah so um, and on the flip side, the Vikings are. Uh, I hate to say it because we're going to talk about a lot of teams we've seen once. Yeah. But the Vikings season's like over. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because they have injuries everywhere. Like the, the yeah. Ravens curse, or it's not even a Ravens curse because, you know, the Rams kind of had it last year too. But like yeah. there's always a team or two that are just getting destroyed by injuries. Yeah. And the Vikings, no starting corners. Linebackers are hurt. By the way, the defense looked good with all those guys out. You guys Uh, look really good. But their line is like full of young rookies and and like dudes I've never seen, dudes they don't play. Mm -hmm. Like Cousins was, you know, being terrorized for a lot of this game. It it kind of, again, this is an impressive performance by Minnesota considering all the stuff against them. Yeah. uh, But I, I just don't really see them turning it around. Maybe I'm wrong, and that'd be cool, but I, I don't see this turning around anytime soon. They have one of the hardest schedules in the league this year
1: also. Um, yeah. So that's going to be Not rough form. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think they're projected to go, like, two and
0: five in their first seven. <clears throat> yeah, I, and I hate it because – A lot of people thought last year they were fluke. Mm -hmm. And and to be honest, you know, if they have a bad year this year, it's kind of going to validate that.
1: Yeah. And I I really don't think last year was a fluke, but yeah, it's going to validate if they have a bad year, even, even if it is because injuries, no one's going to care about that. Um, Yeah. They're already talking about if they're bad, they're going to trade cousins to the jets. Like (laughs) that's already <laughs> That's already thrown out there in the universe that quick. Yeah, like they had one, two bad games, and they're thinking about trading them already. So, after he had a great season last season, so, yeah, um, good win for the Eagles. Uh, I think the Vikings definitely fought, but the turnovers were just disastrous. It was just nothing. Yes,
0: deflating, I, and that. I mean, the one turnover that I can't really be that mad at was the goal line reach. Yeah. Um. But I, I've every time I've seen that situation, I've always thought, like, you shouldn't take this risk. Right. Uh, the, inches. The... Like,
1: just take the inches.
0: Yes. Especially when it's not third or fourth down. Like, you have lived to fight another day, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then and the, the Eagles, when they hit that deep field goal, I was like, man, you know, this is... If this is a single possession game, the Vikings have no chance.
1: Yep. Yep. All right. um, Let's recap some of um, what we saw in week one.
0: Where do you want to start? Speaking of the Jets, uh, they had a disastrous Monday night, and that included a win, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: I'm not laughing at the injury, but I'm laughing at – the Jets coming into this season, you know, on a higher horse than I felt like they should have been, at least, you know, to me. um, Good first game to, like, really show, like, that would have been a really good game to show what they had this year. Like, it was a, it was a perfect matchup, you know, it was just a good moment for them to be like, all right, this is what we got, and, you know. Stuff happens. Aaron Rodgers,
0: Achilles, done for the year. It, it sucks that, like, an Achilles is such a weird injury, too. It doesn't happen that often in football. Right. Uh, but you can see on the replay, like, the way his ankle kind of just turned in a weird way, like, a, a natural way. And it wasn't like a twist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just didn't look good, man. I, I could tell, you know, that that was going to be bad.
1: Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson came out and, you know, closed the game out as best as he best he could. Um mm-hmm. but we got to talk about it, man. Josh Allen.
0: God uh I would say the well, no, there's one other team that had a worse week one. Uh-huh. Uh but Josh Allen, holy shit. Yeah. Well from
1: a quarterback's shit. standpoint, I don't think any quarterback had a worse week one like from where he's supposed to be to where he yes, played.
0: Yes, the exp- yes. The the expectation versus reality, absolutely. Josh Allen just stunk it the fuck up. Yeah, he did. And and yeah. what what hurts me is watching this game, I, mm-hmm. I really like the mistakes Josh Allen made were all him being stupid. Mhm. Like it, it was never a turnover where I'm like, man, the Jets went and got that one. Like, yeah. every time it was, Josh, what are you doing? Like, what are you looking at? Yeah. And even
1: even the, not just the turnovers, but some of the runs he made were like, guys were open for the first down. He decided to run. Um, yes. He didn't run all the way to the first down. You know, uh, he, he decided to throw when he could have got more yards running. Like, it was, he just made a lot of bad choices in this, in this game. From this is like a division game, week seen.
0: one, you know, like, yeah. this is crucial. It, well,
1: as much as this would have been a good showcase for the Jets, this would have been a really good showcase for the Bills to, like, yes. really show off and say, nah, like. We're here. We're still know, here. Yeah. I don't care how good you guys got. You guys got to come take it from us. And Exactly. It, Josh just gave it to him, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Dude, I don't understand why he. What's so weird about him? And he did this uh, against Miami last year. You remember, like mm-hmm. he his stats looked really good, but then he had a, a I think it was late first half turnover that gave Dolphins points, and then he threw it away at the end of the game. Yeah, it was like right
1: into the halftime. Right then they like run the halftime so, clock yeah. out on the yeah. yeah
0: yeah. And and what what's crazy is he'll. You could clearly see that there will be long stretches where he's trying to manage the game. And he's managing Mm -hmm. it. He's he's making the safe reads. He's seeing both sides, utilizing his weapons. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he goes into like superhero mode. Mm -hmm. And his his IQ like just plummets into the in the toilet. I know. Yeah. He stares down guys like all of a sudden he's starting to stare down guys not named Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a problem with your best receiver. What the hell? Why are you doing that with other guys? Right. And, and, it's, and it's he has great receivers. I know his tight ends are good. His, his The running game has good talent there. Like their line protects him fairly well. Yeah. But again, when, when he goes into that superhero mode, like specifically when he's trying to carry them, yeah, it's like it's exclusively I'm going to carry them as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like there's no IQ. There's no like pinpoint accuracy, pinpoint, you know, game management, which again, right. at times he shows the ability like I'm learning. I could do this. I'm getting better at this. And then he'll just regress completely. Yeah. It ain't like he nope. made a mistake in this game and learned from it. He fucking, like, right. he did. He literally didn't learn. Mm hmm. Until, the, you yeah. know, the fucking punt return where they show him miserable. Mm hmm. Rightfully so. And it, it
1: it actually looked like he was getting worse over the course of the game, which is, you know, really bad for a. Like, dude, are in bowl. year
0: five, six? Yeah. This was, we were talking about this two years ago.
1: And this Bills team is supposed to be a contender, you know,
0: so. And I hate, like, he exclusively made that not a reality as of right now. hmm yeah. You know, I mean, you just, you can't take them seriously with, with a quarterback that makes decisions this bizarre. hmm Yeah. So and that, he really that can't was kind find anybody. Biggest. He
1: couldn't find anybody um, outside of Digs, which is normal. But it, like you said, when he starts staring them down, trying to force it to guys, it just yes. it, yeah, it it, it it was bad. I I've never been a Josh Allen fan, so I don't I don't have like a I wasn't surprised, but this was. I'm like I'm not normally surprised when he plays bad, but this was shocking. This was a really really bad. Game.
0: Oh, his honestly, his highs and lows. Might be yeah. the most like varying in the league for quarterbacks. Yeah, like I, I still haven't forgot. He literally didn't punt against the Patriots in the playoffs two years ago. Yeah, like I, I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback dominate that much in a single game like that game. Right, and and then you you get games like this or the the Miami game last year where it's like he you, he can do the right things, but he just doesn't. Yeah. For for at this point, I can't even tell you why. He goes from like Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson. <laughs> exactly, it's it's yeah. insane. Yeah, um, uh... <laughs> such a roller coaster. I mean, you know, it's fun to watch, but I mean that that wasn't fun to watch. That was like his bottom tier. You know, worst the worst he could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I just I, I don't know like. I don't know what the missing ingredient is at this point.
1: I don't either. Because he should be better. His IQ should be in check. Um, it's this team doesn't need anything else. They have everything they need. Um I know. And their defense looked pretty good in in this game. I think both defenses looked pretty good. Uh yeah. between these, these two teams. But it was a battle of it was supposed to be a battle of really good quarterbacks and it just it ended up not being that battle of two really bad quarterbacks. So um curious to see what they do next, uh, the Bills. Um,
0: I will say, yo, I don't know uh, the is. the New York people who were uh, – or, or the people that were making the New York uh, date connections to yeah. another significant New York event are sick, by the way. Mm-hmm. That like I, I get the joke, but yo, that was like, come on, on the fucking anniversary. Yeah, that that was just insane. Yeah, that was bad.
1: It was bad, really bad. Um, man, trying to see who who do these guys play? Nets? These two teams? I think the Bills, um, I know
0: the the Dolphins play the Patriots this weekend. I think that's Sunday night.
1: Mm-hmm. The Bills got the Raiders Sunday and. Do the Jets, the Jets have the Cowboys? Oh no!
0: Oh yeah, the Jets. I but, forgot. That's right. The Jets three and zero against the Cowboys in the last like fifteen years. By the way,
1: well, let's seg segue to the Cowboys because <laughs> they had the most dominant performance. Of yes, the- and weekend. they
0: had they faced the most uh, abysmal team of Week One. Yeah, it was bad. The New York Football Daniel Giants. Jones, I...
1: Daniel Jones last year, last year was like his, you know, the NBA has their contract year where uh, when guys are coming up on their expiring contract year, they stand out and they start playing the best of their entire career. That's for people who don't, you know, follow the NBA that much. That was Daniel Jones' last season. Played fantastic, um, you know, made the team look fantastic. And kind of secured his job that was in jeopardy before last season started. Hold on, hold
0: on. Did he? Like, let's let's really look back. Did he really play well last year? Like, he made he he was clutch. I'll admit that he he made a lot of like close game. He made good decisions when the game was close down the line. When I say he he played well,
1: when I say he played well, I'm saying in relative to him, not in relative to the league. He was (laughs) still a bottom. Bottom seven quarterback in the league. But, uh, yeah, he played well enough to be a starting quarterback, I think.
0: He he cooked, if I remember correctly, he cooked the Vikings in the regular season, cooked the Vikings in the playoffs, which was the worst defense. Yeah, uh, And then he cooked, like, a team that didn't even go to the playoffs. Maybe the Panthers, somebody like that. I can't remember. He had Probably. three 300-yard games. Yeah. In his it contract is. year and the Giants, I mean, look, we talked about this when he got paid. I, I ranted about this, about how like it just doesn't make any sense.
1: It didn't make any sense. Uh, but you know, I guess he earned it for them last season, but the Cowboys defense is just different, man. The Cowboys defense is probably at least performance wise so far. The best defense in the league, like by a long shot. Micah Parsons is already a front runner for Defensive Player of the Year, maybe even MVP. Um, and they just dominated from start to finish. Uh, it's just, there's no other way to put it. They just dominated from start to finish. This, Giants this was don't like, look like they have any weapons.
0: You ass whooping.
1: Daniel Jones cannot get any time to even make a pass. um, Yeah, it was just bad. They just bullied the Giants. It was just, it was sad. It was sad to watch as a somewhat Giants
0: fan. To me, dude, dude going into the game, like the narrative of the Giants of, of like, uh, or not even going into the game, going into the season, their narrative was Danny Dimes got paid. Now we expand like his bag. Dude, there, there is no bag. Like, no, it's not. bro, I watched Kirk Cousins, who was running for his life yesterday a lot, and he wasn't running because he really can't. He was just mm-hmm. taking hits. Mm-hmm. Like, Kirk Cousins, at his probably worst, is still to me a little bit better than Daniel Jones. At his worst. Yeah, I agree.
1: Like, I Remember agree week two that.
0: last year when the Eagles just bullied him? I think it was week yeah. two last year, or maybe week one.
2: Uh huh.
0: I mean, it's still at that point, like he's still a competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is. Daniel Jones to me was like, yeah, the Giants in every facet got destroyed, but Daniel Jones was the most incompetent one out there. He was. That's why to he me, was. like him and Josh Allen are are toe to toe for who had the worst week one performance. I mean, just yeah. Like I I, I I hate watching the game and asking what the fuck are these quarterbacks looking
1: at? I you have to ask that every time Daniel Jones plays. Yes, so. and, and
0: and I don't yeah. have an answer. That's that's what pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, like it's last rough. year. Last year they'd set up his his athleticism. They'd set up Barkley for a big run. They'd set up like a a nice route for a for the one receiver who was kind of good. Mm-hmm. But like again, it's to me the person who deserved credit for last year was the coach,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and he's the only one now. He's like he has to expand Daniel Jones's bag. I mean, good like God, how unfair a, of an ask is that?
1: Performing a miracle,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, yo, Tyler, how about yo? Do me a favor. I need you to fix Kid Gilchrist's jump shot, <laughs> like. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I go to Lethal Shooter. I'm like, yo, Lethal Shooter, fix fix Kid Gilchrist. Like, no, it's a lost cause, okay? Yeah. Daniel Jones has shown us that he's a lost cause. I agree. And I have no... I I agree, but... Transitions, again, this is going to take a few years for the Giants to figure out, but I think Mm -hmm. he could be a top-tier backup.
1: It may not take a few years because they may lose every game this season.
0: Yeah, I mean if they so, do like... what they just did, yes. The the season will be long this individual season will be long. Nice early draft pick next year.
1: I wanted them yeah. to tank last year and the year before, but for the uh USC yeah. guy,
0: right? That's that's what they're gonna go for.
1: I mean, everyone should go for him.
0: Yeah.
1: Right now. <laughs> I don't care who you have, unless you have Mahomes. <laughs> You might well, as well no. go for him, how he's playing. Yeah. He looks great.
0: But it, uh, that was – I hated that they put it on primetime, too. Like, the Giants did the NFL dirty. It's a, it's a rivalry game, yeah. And,
1: you know, Giants didn't step up, didn't rise no. to the occasion. No. This was
0: in New York, right? Or, no, the Jets game was in New York. Are they both in New York. I don't sure. know.
1: I don't know – I think they were in this. They were both at home. The Jets and the Giants were both at home. Okay. So, yeah. Um. The rest of these games, I can like just pick out certain things that I thought was interesting. Unless there's another game you want to talk about. Is there another like full game that you were interested
0: in? Man, the Steelers also. Uh, they didn't look as inept as the as Josh Allen or the Giants. Yeah. Um but they didn't look fucking good. I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, um, they were expecting this to be like a step-up year, but the 49ers are really good. So. Yes,
0: that's that's where they get a pass to me. And I think the Giants yeah. also have like... Like the Vikings, to me, their season's kind of over. The Giants' season's not over by any stretch. No, a, yeah. uh, and, and it's the same thing with the Steelers, but the 49ers just fucking bullied them.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah,
0: Which they probably will... You the 49ers, I can't really picture a team they can't bully. Yeah, outside bully of maybe teams. Philly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe Dallas. I don't know if they play, but um Yeah. Let's see. Who else? Who else?
0: Gotta give uh uh Tyreek a shout out. He just just went stupid on the Chargers.
1: Yeah. He's turning out to be one of the most dominant players in the league um if not the most dominant uh yeah that that now that game was a great game shootout game both teams um what do you think about the chargers in this one
0: man they they they're not good situationally like mm-hmm. every time they're in a close game it's always like mm-hmm uh they maybe they should have called this instead uh maybe herbert should have went here with the ball instead uh maybe so like you know it's always hindsight with them is always um like you 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 notice how inept they are in key situations yeah and and i got to be honest if they're like if they don't definitively make the playoffs bro the coach has to be gone i agree like, this, this was a winnable game. Yeah. I mean, how? oh, my God. The amount of winnable games they've lost in the last three years is insane. Yeah. And, and to I me, mean. I mean, you just gave Herbert a quarter of a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit prematurely, but I understand. He, he's got the, the talent for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, dude, like, he is not being put in a position to succeed
1: doesn't seem like it i just I, it's and always I just, him
0: just being good it's never the the system like making him better
1: yeah and i i haven't really seen him put together a full game of like good like I, he'll have a couple moments that are like really spectacular but you know even in this game he had a lot of moments that were spectacular but he like could not get a throw into the end zone like not, yeah. I mean, I think he had one touchdown, maybe. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> but um, he has some moments that looked like, wow, that was a great throw. But then he misses some guys, and then you know he can't really get a good shot into the end zone. They have to run it a lot with him. They run it more than I would think they would need to with him as a quarterback. Um, and you know, Dolphins defense is good, but it was not that good. So, um. I definitely think his contract is premature. I think he's good. He has a lot of talent, but that's just like. There's some things they bro, need when was the last out. time
0: Herbert has been there? This is third year, fourth, maybe fourth year. Yeah, something like that. Third or fourth. Either way, have you well in his time there? Have you ever seen the Chargers win a game defensively? Defensively? No. I I'll tell you right now. I have it. No, I haven't either. And their no. fucking their coach is like he's coming from a defensive background, right? So it's like again, whether we believe in in Herbert, clearly the fucking Chargers do. Clearly, a lot yeah. of people that watch and talk about Herbert believe in him. Yeah, dude, I, I believe in him way more than I believe in this coach. Yeah, I, and at a, I would at a certain that. point, you just you just gotta like it's it's fine. He's young. Mm-hmm. He's he's lost you a lot of games. Yeah. To me, I I don't know anybody that I've talked to about the Chargers who would be like, why would they fire their coach? Like they have a history of losing crucial, pivotal, close games. I mean, like yeah. you got to change the coach at that point.
1: Yeah, and you know if if they ever do fall, you know, out of confidence with Herbert. You have to see him with another coach before you do that. Yes. Like you have to see him with another coach and then yes. okay, maybe then it is Herbert after that. If it, you know, new coaching is still similar problems where yeah. they can't find a or can't make a good play
0: down the stretch. Yeah.
1: They're just then, like
0: um, this is this is gonna be again the third year that I mean, I guess the second year that people are excited about them. Yeah. But, I mean that week one it looked exactly the fucking same. Really fun, really talented, don't execute well when it matters. Yeah. And it's like all around Herbert, the coach, the defense after like playing well most of the game will just do something stupid. Uh, you yeah. know. And, and and to be fair again, they're playing Tyreek who's just a just an unstoppable demon. Yeah. Uh, but Still, I just I I would like to see them execute well in close games.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Good point there. Um,
0: What do you think about the Ravens' first game? Um, uh, it's weird. Odell wasn't really involved involved at all. At all. Uh, But they're playing the fucking Texans, who. I'll be honest, I probably won't watch the Texans all year. Me either. I know they got some the, the maybe if there's I kind of wanted to see. If there's hype the with, with uh, Stroud at some point, I'll check them out. But, you know. He was just
1: letting it fly. It's was all over the place.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I need to see the Ravens play comp before I assess them.
1: Yeah, they're a team that seems like they like to play down to their competition. If yes. you know, because they were clearly better than this team, they didn't really look that much better. I mean, obviously they won pretty easily, but they made a lot of mistakes. I think Lamar looked really tight. I think a, a lot of the players looked really tight. Zay Flowers really showed up um, for them, but everyone else I thought was really tight. Um,
0: I'll be honest man this this the trend and I'm pretty sure we talked about this last year but mm -hmm. the trend of guys not touching the field in the preseason and going straight to week one like bro you can't tell me that the the bad execution the like the poor timing that kind of how everybody seems a step slow you can't tell me that it doesn't directly you know it's not a direct result of that. I'm with you because otherwise, what is the point of preseason? I know. I'm not, I'm, like, bro, a, a drive. The like, rings, these guys can uh, step in for a drive. Yeah.
1: Seeing they're like letting the Dirt Strings get some time for nothing when they're not going to play for the rest of the season. What's the point of that?
0: Yeah, bro. The, this idea of like being afraid to get people hurt in the preseason. I mean, like, you're not saving guys. Aaron Rodgers played a fucking four plays. And he's done. Like, you know, you can only predict injuries so much. Yeah. Like, bro, Tom yeah, Brady at 44, sport. 45 was coming out there for a fucking drive. Yeah. Ain't no way these dudes are, like, resting or, or being, like, saved, you know, for, for the season. Like, that's just ridiculous. Right. I think the Eagles coach said something about that after the uh, the first game, about how the guys were a little uh, off Mhm. And he literally said like he I, I I'm not quoting him but it was something along the lines of like I got to I got to switch up my plan for the next preseason because it didn't work well this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah, um a- another another team that showed that to me was the Bengals. I was like, are these guys not ready to play this season? Yeah. Cuz they looked terrible as a team. The whole team and um, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what else to say. They just looked really, really bad.
0: I, I give them a pass because they looked terrible to start last year too. And you remember they all of a sudden woke up and just started dominating.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you can't do that every year.
0: No, and the concern to me is like, like Joe Burrow's coming off an injury and he's still getting his ass whooped. I mean, yeah. bro. You like by the Browns. You gotta get a fucking line quick. You just gave him the most expensive contract ever. Nobody's questioning that, right? Like literally, I don't think there's a football soul questioning Joe Burrow's contract with the Bengals, right? But yo, you you can't you can't set him up without a fucking line for you know five plus years. He's gonna pull a fucking Andrew Luck, right? Yeah, like Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck took abuse every year to the point where he didn't even love football anymore at thirty, mm-hmm. which you know is a quarterback's prime. Yep. So I, I don't, I, you know, and granted, you know, maybe he doesn't retire suddenly, uh, yeah. but his his career, you know, won't be long and and healthy if this is the case. Yeah,
1: even if it's not just his career, but his prime won't be long. Right. You know, a lot of those guys you're talking to, you mentioned their primes, like, you know, Brady's prime lasted 10 years. You know, like those guys like Burrow in Burrow's kind of how he plays, even Ben Roethlisberger's prime lasted a good eight years. So, I mean, it, but if you're getting beat up like that, man, it takes it the prime down to maybe four really, really good years. And then, he starts breaking yeah. down after that. That's not what you want as a franchise, of course, especially... when the with- Bengals, man, like,
0: they're set up for a... compete for a long time. Yeah. But you gotta make the fucking correct moves, man. Yeah. You, you It always starts with the fucking lines.
2: Yep. It does.
0: But shout out to the Browns, by the way. Good win for them. Good start to the season.
1: Great win for them. Yep. And um, Watson didn't look didn't look bad, um
0: it didn't look that great. good, but <clears throat> <Yeah. clears throat> it was more so uh, the defense was just just bullying the the offensive line,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean Miles Garrett was flying through there uh just unchecked way too often, yeah, he was like the the Seattle play uh <laughs> with Aaron Donald <laughs> flying through there. And yeah. getting the Gino. You know, it was just like Joe Burrow went through that for most of the game. He did.
1: He did. And Garrett's a beast, which we already know.
0: Yeah, he is. He's top three to five, like, no question in his position.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. Any other games you want to mention? I know it's week one is not not too much to talk about yet. Uh Probably week two will have a lot more to say, but, um. Any other games you want to
0: I, I like. will say, um, you know, I'm kind of negative about the teams that have lost so far, but uh, a mm-hmm. team that lost that I actually liked was, uh, believe it or not, the, the Broncos. Okay. Very close that's game. Right. Uh, Very close game. It was, you know, the Raiders. Uh, Jimmy G was super clutch down the stretch after yeah. almost throwing the game away, uh, yeah, which he, that... he's weirdly good at that. Like, doing something say, that's really does. dumb. and then That's what he does, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but mm-hmm. the Broncos, man, their offense just looked more creative. Uh, Russell Wilson looked, you know, he started looking like an athlete again. He was seeing yeah. the field much better. Uh, a lot of things to be encouraged by in that first game for them.
1: Yeah, Chargers to watch that and see what a coaching change does to a team.
0: Dude. I hope. I hope so. Yeah. Man, I mean, they're We're gonna play. I hope Denver whoops the whoops them because yeah, they they needed a wake up call.
1: Yeah. Um, like general observation. Um, I think a lot of the new quarterbacks looked pretty good. Not the rookies, but like the guys who stepped in as new got new quarterbacks for their teams. Yeah. Um, Baker Jordan Love. Um. Like you said, Jimmy G. Uh, I'm missing somebody. Um, Car didn't look that great. But I, I think the Saints looked pretty good overall. But um, not, not Carr so much. But uh, I think a lot of the quarterback moves have, have been pretty nice coming into this uh, season. I, I like how everyone looks so far.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, man. I'm curious mm -hmm. how how it goes forward because, I don't know, man. A lot of teams look sloppy in week one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So which games this week are you uh, looking forward to?
0: I think I'm going to check out uh, Dolphins Patriots. I believe that's Sunday night. Yeah. Uh what are the Monday games? I think Monday had a couple good games or two different games.
1: Uh they're not a good game. Saints, Panthers, and Brown Steelers.
0: I take it. Well, I guess Brown Steelers is, is like a classic, but uh yeah, no, never mind. Um <laughs> I mean I I would be excited about the Jets and Cowboys, but I'm not anymore. Uh who do you think is gonna win that one? You know what, dude? I, anytime you ask me about the Cowboys this season, I'm picking against them. So I'm picking the Jets. Really? I, I didn't say it earlier. I didn't say it earlier. But we're in week one, right? Which means yeah. can't get too high, can't get too low. It's too early. Yeah. Who was the one team that was talking about the fucking Super Bowl after week one?
1: Of course, the Cowboys. They do that every year, though. But- I know.
0: And that's why. that's why... So many people are happy about them losing, which includes this guy. Yeah. Like, dude, humble yourself, please. They're gonna beat the Jets. I know you're probably <laughs> right. They're gonna just, tear you it What happened Smart. with uh, you? Remember when Sam Darnold came off mono and cooked them? Yeah, I'm hoping for that. I know it probably won't happen. I'm hoping for a Zach Wilson breakout performance. Okay. <laughs> You know, one thing about Zach Wilson, I'll say it here, um, because this
1: is not really a safe space, but I like Zach Wilson. I don't think he's good. Like, I don't think he's, I shouldn't say, I think he is good. I don't think he's great. But I like, I like Zach. I I think that he gets a lot of hate because he's in New York, probably. Um, And because Mm -hmm. I guess the Jets think they're supposed to be good, like all the time. But I think Zach is, I don't think Zach is a bad quarterback. I I wish people would get off his back a little bit. I would like
0: to see some patience with him. That's what nobody's had. It's like two games and he's just disgusting.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, bro. They only ever talk about the bad throws or the misses, but they never give him any credit for, like, the good throw. He makes some good throws sometimes. I know. And every quarterback only does it sometimes. So, like, just because his sometimes is a little bit less than – Somebody this, else like, doesn't
0: mean he sucks. To be fair, uh, obviously, you know, Peyton Manning is a quarterback expert. And yeah. I watched uh, – I had I, – I wasn't really paying attention a lot of the time. But I had the game on the Manning cast. Yeah. And, yo, my guy – listen, Peyton Dave Manning is – he, he really wasn't dogging him anything crazy. Yeah. But it was the – it was his his, like, demeanor when – zach had to do things you know what i mean like disgust yes like Like it was like like it like even before (laughs) zach would do something good or bad Peyton was like yo just run it every time and like he said it kind of tongue-in-cheek but like he he literally he mentioned it multiple times like yo, the jets should just fuck around and just call a run every play like dude like okay bro we get the joke like relax (laughs) he's
1: not that bad I don't care what anybody says. He's not that saying?
0: bad. I don't think he's like, he's get really him off not. the field bad. No, he's not. He's not worse than Daniel Jones. That's what I'm saying. Him and Daniel Jones would go toe-to-toe right now.
2: <laughs>
0: I'd pick Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between the Jets and Giants, I'm picking the fucking he's Jets. Like, I, have. You know? uh, I keep me up,
1: so I keep missing them. I got you. But, um, yeah, man, I, I pick Zach for sure. I take Zach over Daniel Jones every time. Um, Ravens and Bengals. I think. Um, I hope that's a good game. That's the game I'm probably most interested in this this weekend. Chiefs and Jags might be good.
0: If, like if uh, if Kelsey's back or Chris Jones is back, right? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that that probably is a must-watch game.
1: Yeah, that, so that should be a good one. Um, and I want to catch the
0: Jags really... early. I, I actually I didn't see them in Week One, so we didn't really mention them. But uh, mm-hmm. I know the fucking idiot who 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 got suspended for being an idiot. Uh, the the receiver had mm-hmm. a had a big game. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: But besides that, like I, I want to catch them early. Because I do think they could be a potential contender. Yeah, and I I, I want to see that early on, like how what they need to improve, what they're maybe missing, or maybe they're not missing anything. I don't know. Uh,
1: I I agree. Yeah. Look
0: at their roster; it doesn't seem like they're missing much.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't, and they're young. So,
0: Still, bro, um, the receiver dude, uh, Calvin Ridley. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. Oh, if he has a like if he has like, a phenomenal year, it'll just make me more angry that he wasted a year like that.
1: Yep. Yep. Um all right, enough about football. Let's uh let's transition. Okay. Team USA failed to medal in the World Cup.
0: Fucking no medal, dude! Not even a medal. Zero. Zero.
1: Which medals.
0: man? I mean, we even with all the negative like context we gave last episode. Yeah, neither. Uh, you know, I thought they'd fucking medal. I thought they'd win. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wasn't surprised that they lost, but I, I didn't think they'd not medal.
1: It was. Yeah, well, yeah. I wasn't surprised that they lost, but I definitely still thought they had the best chance of winning. Yeah. Um, but
0: so much for that. Didn't.
1: Lost to Germany in the uh, semifinals. Germany went on to win the finals. Congratulations to Germany. Um, Daniel Tice, Franz Wagner, uh, Mo Wagner, Dennis Footer, all those guys.
0: The um, shooter, has- uh, Ohm, what's his name, dude? I don't want to miss him because he was cooking. Oops. Uh, uh, Oops.
1: I don't know how to pronounce it. So. Andreas Obst, whatever, O-B-S-T. Um, yeah, he was on fire. He he played really, really, really good. Um, yeah, and, then, and um, they beat us pretty close game, but it looks easy for Germany, to be honest. It was a close game, but I think USA looked like they were having a harder time scoring for most of the game, in my opinion.
0: You know, what? Uh, what freaks me out about it is a lot of people like – you know, the, the narrative, like, in, the international game is much better than it was 15, 20 years ago. That's obvious. Uh, yes. Like, and that is part of it. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, to me, Germany played NBA basketball and beat us. Yeah. It like, did. it, it was like, yeah, they ran more, like, just sets in general. But, you know, all good teams run sets. That's the same for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Boston looks unstoppable when they run sets. Yeah. <clears throat> but to me like it's it's the fact that you know the the international teams are better prepared for matchups. They're they seem to scout and understand our players. We don't know none of these guys. It's it's mm-hmm. completely understandable that me and you don't know that fucking Andreas Ops could be a lights out shooter. Yeah. Y'all don't fucking scout? Y'all don't watch film? Like, what the fuck? What is going on? They should be there watching the games.
1: Oh, I guess they were in different places, but still.
0: It should be watching all the FIBA games. I know, there's no adjustments being made. You know, there's like no kind of address of the fucking problems. Mm -hmm. Like, they were walking into this Germany game like, yo, you know, we've been struggling, but it's fine, we'll figure it out. Dude, yeah. y'all are going. Y'all are figuring less shit out. Other teams are figuring stuff out. Y'all are regressing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a big difference with how we play. Um, how the NBA has adjusted to international players in the past was the undersized basketball, right? Is going a little bit smaller. With the power forward kind of being the center, being faster, um, having everyone on the court be a threat. That used to be the international game that really kind of changed stuff for us. Where you had, even the, even though they weren't necessarily undersized, but you had really skilled centers. You had Powell, who could take uh Powell Gasol, I'm talking about, who could take jumpers, who could probably was the second best passer on the team, who could see the floor, who could bring the ball of court. Um, uh, Lithuania has always had like uh, Linus klašia who was like a, really a power forward but, but also a shooting guard at the same time kind of playing every position Karolinko playing every position so their guys have always been good at that And I think one problem with what we've done in NBA how we've messed up that adjustment is that we put guys that power forward that and never teach them how to play power forward. It's like, yeah, they have power forwards that can play like guards, but there's still power forwards. The international guys I'm talking about, there's still power forwards like Karolinko. Yeah. He could play like a guard, but at the end of the day, his position was still the four bro. You can't just throw Josh Hart at power forward in the international game. You can't just throw uh Mikael Bridges or Tyrese Halliburton at the three and just say, hey, just just play your game with just four guards out there instead. It, it doesn't work. You can't just say, hey, uh um Paulo Bancaro, just play center for a little while. It, it just it doesn't work like that. These guys, even though they switch positions a lot, they know how to play every position. Paolo Bancaro looked like he was completely lost out there every time he was out there on both ends.
0: Jaron Jackson. Bro, what was your biggest concern? Like, when we talked about teams struggling throughout the NBA season, what yeah. was your biggest concern of the play style of a lot of the teams that would struggle? In in the FIBA? No, in the NBA. Like, just this past NBA season, you remember the the kind of the, the oh. issue you would go back to a lot, with a lot of teams?
1: Uh, how them not actually using positions at all? Yes!
0: Bro, the yes. NBA has become so fucking like to me, you're a step too far already. You're talking about uh yeah. you putting guys at power forward, you're not teaching them how to play. That's been the fucking trend. Yeah, it is. Like that's been the trend and that's why to me it's more of a knock on the players. Like Steve Kerr did a bad job, but to me, it's more of a knock on the players that they couldn't adjust. Like this isn't Steve Kerr having to be a fucking like mad scientist to figure this shit out. Right. I agree. Yeah. Bro, you talking about bridges not rebounding, uh, you know, fucking Josh Hart, by the way, he always rebounds well. I don't know how, but he's just a, a god. He was the only he's one rebounding well. Bobby Portis yeah. a little bit. But yeah, bro, like J Jaron Jackson, you're putting Jaron Jackson at center. He's not rebounding, and you're looking at the roster like fellas. Fellas, we got to rebound as a unit. What?
1: Yeah, right. Like, or just the guy who's supposed to be rebounding
0: can figure out how to rebound. But, but yeah. again, every adjust like it's the, the international guys seemed better prepared to play positionless basketball. They did. They absolutely, did. in my did. opinion, like it, overall the the fundamentals of the game, the the team chemistry, it, it was like night and day. It was. Like honestly, man, I I don't. I kind of disagree on the like how it used to be a little bit more uh, like small ball back in the in the day with FIBA. To me, again, and I I wasn't like a I didn't watch the international game like in in huge detail and try to catch every game back then. But to me, the only team that truly like went small and had success, other than Team USA, was Mm -hmm. the team that beat us, Argentina.
1: Yeah, with Scola at the center.
0: And they had fucking Nocioni and, and Ginobili just booking it down the fucking court yeah. all the time.
1: Well, 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 the thing is, I'm not saying they went, they went small, but the difference was their bigs were skilled. They had really skilled bigs. And we were taking, you know, no disrespect to, like, Tyson Chandler, who wasn't, like, that skilled of a player.
2: A That's how we played. The,
1: right. That's how we played in the NBA. Our centers were... Normally, the NBA, the centers are the least skilled players. But in in international, in the past, the centers were usually the most most skilled players. Yeah. Sabonis, Vladi Divac, um, Powell, Mark, those guys, the centers were like the absolute most skilled players on the team a lot of times. So we did try to adjust to that by saying, hey, we're not going to actually teach our centers skill. Let's just use our power forwards, who already are a little more skilled, and use them as centers. But that doesn't work. Because Valachunas is still a beast. We saw that. Valachunas still cooked us. Uh, Even Tice was more skilled than everyone we had down there. Yeah. Which is, you know, we act like Tice is a scrub in the NBA, but if you're going to put a power forward on him, he's going to cook. Mo Wagner is skilled. He can play center. And he's probably, you know, one of the most skilled players on their team. So it, it just it, it never it never works out when we uh try to adjust to their game. But like you said, they played NBA ball. We could have played NBA ball and had a chance.
0: But no, we, we're gonna use I just like to me, you watch the international teams, whether they go small or big, it's for a purpose. It is like yeah. it's it's yeah. to take advantage of something, it's to uh maybe take advantage of size, take advantage of speed. With the NBA, like, it's – why do they go small? Just so they could get up more shots. hmm Like, there's no real strategy to it. Uh, they kind of allow guys to just get cooked in the NBA. I mean, you mm-hmm. saw that. Bro, you said it, like, two, three weeks ago when it, it wasn't even really, like, a conversation about them meddling or not meddling. Like, yo, Austin Reeves getting cooked out there cooked cooked and it got worse and fucking worse and everyone noticed except for Steve Kerr I guess I mean none of the his fucking teammates noticed because they couldn't fucking help him at all yeah like it's it's insane it looked like it was like a foreign concept that international players like you have a guy on the team that can't guard international players
1: yeah, and and guess what? What does Kerr do? Uh, what does Kerr let happen in this Germany game? Will let his teammate, Dennis Schroeder, who probably played one-on-one against Reeves probably hundreds of times, give him straight buckets every time he wanted to. It, it was like one little inside-out, gone. Yes. Layout. One what little inside-out, like- oh, help comes. I'm passing off to somebody else who's going to score on Reeves.
0: It was the like- problem is, in the league... In the league, he guards athlete like he's focused on containing athleticism. The yeah. international game, like these guys, no matter how athletic or not athletic, Schroeder is fast as hell. It's a high IQ player. Yeah. Or maybe in the internet, in the NBA, he's hit or miss. But in the international, in Germany, Dennis Schroeder is always a high IQ player. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So I just. Again, I don't understand, man. Kerr had no adjustments, and the players on the court had no adjustments. It was bad. It,
1: it, it was it was all around uh, – it was disappointing from all aspects. Yes, the, man. The players and the coaches. And yes. like you said, the lack of adjustments from the coaches, that probably hit me a little harder because – it has so much experience on that bench. You know, three coaches with with championships. They had Kerr, Spolstra, Ty Lu. Champions.
0: Look like and then, idiots. you know.
1: Yeah, and, and Mark Few, who is probably is one of the better like international recruiters in college, I would say. He always has a that good international true. player on his team. Very true. Um
0: like, what are we doing? What are y'all talking about over there? Why, why the fuck do we? Why did we even go there with a coach if we're just gonna fucking let Austin Reeves get eaten alive? Yeah, and let you know
1: Halliburton and Brunson just. not I mean, not you make talk about like, oh,
0: Schroeder was feasting on Reeves, and and you know how what was the lesson we took away and what was the adjustment? Let him get cooked by SGA in the fucking bronze game. Who, by the way, nobody could check him last year. But let's put the fucking least athletic wing to guard we have on the team on him. I mean, what's next, Steve? How about we put Brunson on him next? Maybe Brunson will contain him. Like, it's insane that you can't either sub Austin Reeves out of the fucking game or, or set up a defense in a way where, like, he's not getting torched every play. Yeah, well,
1: he switched Reeves off of SGA to guard uh, Dylan Brooks, and then Dylan Brooks had forty. So it was like (laughs) it was just it's rough, man. Like, bro, rough Ross and Reeves.
0: Like they try to make it seem like the game was like rocket science, and it's not. Yeah, it's not at all. And and the international teams are like laughing at them. Yeah. uh, Again, I mean. I I said this last episode, but, like, the fact that it was – these guys looked even worse. Jaron Jackson looked even worse. Halliburton looked even worse. Brandon Ingram didn't even bother to fucking play. I don't want to hear nothing about him being hurt. I'm with you. Motherfucker – The only person – Kept trying to put him out there to be a shooter, and every time he touched the ball, what do he do? Dribble. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you think you're getting subbed out, bro? Because you're fucking dribbling every chance you get. The only,
1: literally the only player that played good was uh, Edwards. Like, literally. so
0: Yeah, and Bobby Portis in his 30 seconds. Yeah.
1: Bobby Portis was the most consistent
0: player Josh there. Josh Hart worked hard, but he didn't fucking play when it mattered either. Yeah. Or it's like he was being sent in there to save us from a complete lack of rebounding toughness. And, like, no offense to Josh Hart, who's, everybody acknowledges he's a good rebounder. He's not boxing out international bigs.
1: No, he's not. He's not boxing out even White Powell and Olenek. Like his, those it their bona fide center is an international play. I know. Especially Olenek.
0: I just is I again I feel like the mm-hmm. the takeaway from FIBA was really gross. Like it didn't seem like there was a learning process. The self-awareness wasn't there to their own flaws. I just, it's like Steve Kerr just crediting the international guys. Like, yeah, it's not fucking, like, it's not the 90s or whatever the fuck he said.
1: The thing is, the international game is not that much
0: better. It's not. People keep saying that. It really isn't. It's really not. It's just like a few players here and there that are better. But for the most part, it's just like the international players, their growth like, how they grow as players is so much better than the process here. Like, that, to me, it goes back to, I hate to say it, AAU. Because that's where most of the guys that were on the team came from. Mm-hmm. And the fundamentals weren't there. They weren't there. Like, bro, every team we played that played us well had a guard and a big that were just awesome together. hmm Bro, like... Anthony Edwards couldn't even play off a of big hit. He, he threw the fucking game away, trying to pass it to Jared Jackson instead of shooting the ball.
1: Yeah. He plays with two bigs on his team in the NBA.
0: <laughs> yeah. He couldn't really figure that out for a while, by the way.
1: No, he couldn't. So I'm not even sure if he can now. So
0: oh, the fundamentals are sure just that. incredibly like disturbing or the lack thereof. They were.
1: And then, you know, Probably, it seems to me, one of the most fundamental players on our team got, like, barely any minutes, especially in the Canada game, Cam Johnson. He got four minutes in the Germany game.
0: Oh, Austin Reeves is just out there. He's just out there. I'm like, all right, time out. Maybe he'll come out. Nope, he's back out there. All right, uh, another fucking bucket on Reeves with a foul. Maybe, Maybe Curl, like, all right, like, it's time to come out. Nope. He's just fucking out there.
1: Yeah, I didn't see any strategy from uh Team USA. Um, and you know, like like we mentioned, it's, it's just I'm playing against a lot of teams that are skilled top to bottom. And even even the Canadian team, yeah, we we look at guys like um Brooks and Nikhil, Alexander Walker and Dort in the league as like just being athletic, um not being like they don't seem like they have a lot of skill in the NBA, but how their skills are perfect for international play. They yeah. they can pass, they can shoot, they can dribble, they can play defense. It's all they need to do.
0: Bro, it's not but the like, NBA. It's just yeah, respecting the game at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. to me, I mean, Rondé Hollis Jefferson didn't do any of the shit he did in FIBA in the NBA. Yeah. In the fucking NBA, he's, like, a cutting, like, undersized big. And he was Kobe Bryant in FIBA. Like, what the fuck yeah. is that transition? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he, he, like, bro, look at how fucking easy it was for him to transition from a big to a guard. Yeah. And how fucking difficult it is for our guys to do that shit. Yeah. They and, and they can't. Do Hollis them. Jefferson grew up in America, so he probably was part of the AAU system, but he has international coaching and look he looks like fucking Kobe. Like to yeah, me, that's not an accident. He's, he's been in and out of
1: the NBA, so he's probably played some international play.
0: That's true. You know,
1: serious international play. Yeah. He probably I don't I don't know if he's had a full year out of the NBA, but if he has, I'm sure he was over there getting buckets. So yeah. It no one, no one on his team looked surprised that he was getting buckets.
2: It was they were
0: feeling like he was going to I'm like heated about it, but I just I hate the trend of the game that Team USA showed. Yeah, like to me, they showed the 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 world that like we we really haven't been developing the game. We've just been like better than y'all, like more talented than y'all, right. And the fact that immediately it's like the, the, all the greats have to like, this was a trend. The, the all the young guys, all the, like the new guys I, coming in, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of we're going to get younger guys. We're going to get more committed guys. Like they're going to, it's going to be more experience for a lot of these guys. It's a good opportunity to take a step forward for a lot of these guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, now, 40 year old LeBron? Like 35 year old Steph? Uh like 36 year old KD. That's who we're turning to? Yeah. That's, that's what, I mean. Look sad. what look what happened when we didn't. That's fucking sad to me, man. That is sad. It is, it is sad. It it is sad. Um we have to beg, we have to beg Joel Embiid to not play for his native fucking country. That's where we at? We recruit Team USA is recruiting, bro. They're recruiting. Think, of, think about how fucking gross it is to say that.
1: I don't know if we're recruiting Embiid, are I know, we? No,
0: I'm exaggerating. That was that's rumored. Okay.
1: If we exager- are, that but is but there's a lot of
0: rumors about that shit. and the fact that like people look at it as that's that's something we need to do because we suck, basically. Yeah. Is is just sick, man. It is,
1: but the, the truth is, we only needed like one more better player on this team. Yes, it, like to to me, it, we weren't. I I know I'm kind of dogging them and like talking about a broader international thing, but in all honesty, if we just had Steph, this team would have won. Like dude, I, I would have had no problem with the team,
0: dude. I I we, throw out names that like we we often criticize. I think Devin Booker would have been enough. Yeah. Like honestly, Devin Booker could play without the ball, he could play with the ball. He can not get a lot of touches. He like he could thrive getting a lot of touches. You know, like that's all you needed. You needed a self-aware guy who could play to his strengths and who could take a step back when you need. Yeah. None of these guys had that.
1: None of them. None of them at all. And and very few of them even did the stuff that we thought they were good at, which was craziest part of it to me like cam johnson didn't shoot that great Halliburton didn't pass well runson didn't score off the dribble that well like i mean Hart rebounded well and bobby portis played well all around but everyone else ingram didn't score well um bridges didn't play that good a defense all the guys that we that all their strengths that we think oh you know they have their this A plus on two K they didn't do none of that stuff in the FIBA,
0: dude. I, I watched um, JJ Redick talked about the the struggles a little bit, and yeah. and this is kind of sums it up in a nutshell how uh, bad these guys looked. Dude, Jaron Jackson was our defensive player of the year, and yeah. and JJ Redick's lead point was that. Team USA didn't really know the rules that well because they they seemed like they didn't uh, take advantage of the no three seconds at all.
2: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: Which it's like, dude, our defensive player of the year couldn't figure that out.
1: The defensive three seconds you're talking about? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it, yeah. it's it's just bad, man. It's bad. Like it, it seemed we we looked so incredibly unprepared.
1: The thing is, yeah. Part of that is because the defensive player of the year is voted just for people who block shots and not actual good defenders. You yes. think Marcus Smart would have went over there not knowing that? Fuck no. Exactly. Marcus
0: Smart would have been, like, reminding dudes repeatedly in every, every drill.
1: Yeah. He well, Pat would have taken known that charges.
0: shit. Like, Pat dev yeah. would have been smart enough to know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. it, it's defensive iq is is different from you know being a good shot blocker which is why why the defensive player of the year award sucks but that's a that's a conversation for another day yeah let me but that
0: um, to me that really like kind of summed it up like wow we're we're bringing a guy yeah. you know we're bringing a defensive menace and he's useless out there and that's on that's on the coaches too 100% um
1: let me, let me throw one stat out there for our, you know, for people who felt like our rebounding was a big issue in this, which it was, right? We gave up 25 second chance points in the Germany game, which is
0: pretty atrocious, even though the oh rebounding. Uh, yeah.
2: 20,
0: 25. A quarter of a fucking hundred is second chance? Yep. Wow. I didn't yep. even see that. That's. That number just blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Um, Holy shit! That's a that's a star performance by a single player.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, even though these um, the numbers were close, uh, we shouldn't have given up this many. But we gave twenty nine defensive rebounds, eleven offensive rebounds. This is the Canada game now. Germany game, we gave up eighteen defensive rebounds, twelve offensive rebounds we got out rebounded by two let me just let me just say a stat in the nba let me ask you what you think of this uh in the top 12 rebound leaders in the nba how many americans do you think there is
0: oh no top 12 oh no the fact that you threw out 12 means it's not good oh no Top All 12. right, Americans in the top twelve. Let me give it a sec here.
1: If if you want to guess the
0: names, go for it. I, I don't want to. I'm going to forget people. I'm going to just throw out a ballpark number. At, please tell me it's at like five. Just five is enough. <laughs> you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me if it's Jaron Jackson and I'm missing somebody? I'm missing, like, who's the other guy? <laughs>
1: Jaron Jackson's not in the top twelve rebounds in the league. Now, uh, let me give you
0: Let me Bam give you a guess. Bam uh, even in there?
1: Let me let me give you a wild uh No Bam isn't in there. The highest rebounding American is under six eight. It was six eight and under.
0: He's a starter. Like he plays a lot. Yeah, yeah. Six, eight, and under. He's the he's the best player on his team. What the fuck? East or west? Where am I right now?
1: <laughs> it's Julius Randall, is the highest rebounding American, and he's at ninth. Mm. Ninth. Mm. Jared Allen is twelfth. Ah. Man, I, and I'm—I don't know if Sabonis like claims America or not. He's number one, so I didn't. I'm ca- not counting him as American because obviously he wouldn't
0: play for us. So, like in this circumstance, I wouldn't count him either. Sabonis, Jokic, Greek Freak, uh,
1: Gobert, Capella, Vucevic, Valachunas, Embiid, and Aiton is tenth. Zubac is eleventh. Randall's Randall's ninth. Allen's twelfth. Bobby Portis is thirteenth, so I should you know, I could've said top thirteen, but top twelve we have two Americans. <laughs> so yeah, our rebounding is gonna be bad, no matter what if we play international ball because they have the best rebounders in the NBA
0: so and keep in mind, uh we have uh much more athleticism, so. It's exclusively skill and desire that these guys rebound better.
1: Yeah, tenacity and and, and skill. Yeah, I well, I'll cut it a little bit of slack. These are also like most of the tallest players in the league. Like, um, Gobert, Valachunas, Zubach, You know, Greek Freak is seven foot power forward. You know, it's sad man.
0: I, it makes like the NBA play style. And I've had this concern. I've talked about this a lot, but. Like they the, the guys made the NBA play style look gross. They made it look very um very messy, very disorganized. Which reminds you of what AAU? Like they channeled the fucking the gods of like AAU to to run an AAU system, and they got cooked. Yeah. Oh my yep. god! To give up, bro. I I can't get over the twenty five second chance points. That's insane. Yeah. Coming off a fucking loss because you got killed on the glass. Crazy thing,
1: crazy thing is that we gave up 25 second, second chance points and we still out-rebounded them on the defensive rebounds.
0: So, like, we still yeah, had 21 what if, defensive rebounds. What do NBA dudes a- do when they get an offensive rebound? Kick out to the three? They look for a fucking three-pointer.
1: Right, Tice was putting oh. it right back up.
0: Yeah. It's just sick, man. I, I again, the trend of the NBA game looks bad after this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the the concern people have of the the American players, their like development as players is nowhere near as good as international players. Yeah. That's why we're getting... Bro, more and more of the top 10 of the NBA is international. If we get to a point where the top 10 is exclusively international players... Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's it's a wrap. At that point, hopefully, they they can acknowledge that, yo, we got to commit to this and treat this shit seriously if we want to fucking win. Right. But this this whole, like, send the fucking... The NBA Avengers, fellas... The NBA Avengers are washed up. Don't disrespect, You're bro. Washed? LeBron is essentially uh, at the end of the fucking Avengers, sitting there like, you know, life is good. I-, I lived my life. I've I'm I'm good. Captain America. He, yeah. How much of LeBron? Well, the thing is, okay. Let me put it this way
1: depending on how good the rest of the team is, we shouldn't need, like, we shouldn't need a lot from LeBron. LeBron no, I never know, even I really does I'm, that I'm much.
0: exaggerating the uh, The roster. wouldn't be, like, completely old. But, yo, yeah. Jimmy Butler's the guy people talking about. He's gonna be 35. He's not a young guy. I wouldn't, I'm wouldn't. not sending Jimmy, Jimmy Butler there.
1: After he said he doesn't care about this, about the FIBA and, um, international play, okay, stay home. Fine. But, um, He's he is old and he doesn't really. I don't even really even know what he would do over there. No disrespect to him as a player, because I've always liked Jimmy. He'd do but more
0: than Brandon Ingram did. I could say that. Play. Yes. <laughs> Just play. He'd convince Steve Kerr to fucking play him. <laughs> yeah, he would.
1: Yeah, or he, he would adjust his game to to how he would need to play to you know contribute. I I believe that at least. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens, man. Olympics is gonna be nuts. Exciting. Um,
0: very exciting. I love it.
1: Very exciting. I mean, Canada beat us without Wiggins or Murray. Um, Serbia played, you know, made it without, to the finals Jokic. without Jokic. Um, you know, this is a lot of good. I mean, Germany has, really has
0: had Dirk for a long time and they now are a like a FIBA and an Olympic yeah. contender. Yeah. After Dirk,
1: and, and that's why I think it's that's why I kind of go against people saying the international players are better. Some of the NBA players are also just worse. It's like none, none of these guys. That
0: is the problem in a show. The NBA players. None of these guys are, worse. are better.
1: Right. None of these European players. No one I saw in FIBA is better than Dirk. None of these guys I've seen are better than Karolinko. None of the or guys Manu. I saw. Manu would have. Manu would have averaged 40 in this FIBA World Cup.
0: Manu, Manu would have euroed to like 30 points on multiple teams, yeah. So, like exclusively,
1: yeah. He probably would have had 50 a 50 piece against the USA.
0: So, I mean, two, 2004 2005, Manu literally, like anytime he euroed, it was the, the best decision, it was the most unstoppable move. Like, you just couldn't do anything.
1: And we're lucky Patty Mills is older now.
0: His and, and, prime and Patty
1: would have ran through this FIBA. I mean, ran through.
0: Crazy. Is- Everybody knew Manu was going left and nobody could stop him. And again, the 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 bad fundamentals are, are on full display. Yeah. Yep. So I do want um, to shout out a guy real quick since we're on FIBA and it happened right after our last episode. Um, yo, Luca, Luca, gotta wake the fuck up, dude. Like, like, bro, it's it's getting bad. Yeah, it's getting bad. Like this was this was a game they he threw it away by getting fucking ejected. He did. And by the way, they're they're actually a pretty decent team without him. They're not you know Serbia, but I, I think they're they got a lot of competent players.
1: Yeah, and um, Goran Dragic didn't even play so right
0: uh but dude he would have made a big difference he's like he's really becoming known for that shit like it's starting to become the key aspect of his fucking game and personality is that he fucking cries to the rep he's like he's really giving lebron a run for his money like as far as maybe lebron didn't complain that much back in the day because he's worse he's worse than lebron like he's more, more pouty. Reason, he's more like just annoying about it. Uh the he, only reason he's worse than LeBron
1: is LeBron would complain but LeBron would like keep playing. Yes. He would take the whole next two yes. off.
0: Like, bro, who the fuck do you think you are? What the fuck?" Yeah. And he's like, "Bro, and he Bad. has the nerve. He has the nerve to accuse him of like uh of being in on the on and like fixing the game?" Is that oh, what he said? The fuck do you think? Like, he, he did the little, like, the sign to them as he walked off. Oh. Uh, like, y'all getting paid under the table for this. Yeah. That, that shit grossed me out. Like, bro, not only are you getting ejected, you think you're fucking validated in getting ejected? I'm out, yeah, accusing, man. accusing I'm out. international. I'm area. fucking done with this, dude. Yeah. That, that's Ooh. bad.
1: That's really bad.
0: I hate, he said, he said multiple times, like in the NBA, like, man, I, you like, y'all right? Like, I do complain to the refs. I got to stop. I got to learn. Like, I got to manage my emotions better. He proceeds to do that. Yeah.
1: I I think he, he in the NBA, he feels like um, he has more peers, but like on his team in FIBA, at least on his, I mean, specifically on his team. He probably just thinks like, nah, you guys can't tell me anything. I'm just gonna, I'm about to go
0: off." You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I, I hope his ego is not getting too out of hand, but it's not looking good. I'll say that.
1: No, it's not. It's He's not. Gonna be that a front that was really bad. Again. The front
0: runner for what? For MVP, like coming into the season. Yeah. Even with Kyrie there, like the the hype around him is going to be at this point is too much.
1: I'm going to be honest, man. Well, when we preview the NBA, I got a wild take about the Mavericks. I'll I'll get it off later, though. I
0: like I'll, it. I'll wait for it. I'll, I'll keep um, that in mind.
1: We have to transition to something that's happening in Houston. Oh, God, yeah. We've been fans of the Rockets here. Um, not necessarily fans of them as, like, you know, we like the Rockets, but fans of their potential, their growth, Mm -hmm. um, growth as a team, and growth as men, as players, but um, Kevin Porter Jr.
0: Fucked all that shit up.
1: Yeah. Um, He is uh, facing felony assault for the strangulation of his uh, girlfriend, uh, Kaiser Gondrasek, who is an ex-WNBA player, um, ex- college superstar basketball player as well. Um she now works for the Rockets uh in some capacity, some sort of uh I think for the local news capacity. Um let's let's talk about some certain Porter Jr's issues. I'm going to run down some stuff that's happened. 2019 suspended by USC uh for personal conduct issues by you know USc college um 2020 accused of punching a woman charges were not pressed though in 2020 also arrested for handling firearms in a vehicle marijuana possession and driving without a license uh i I believe this was his it wasn't his rookie years might have been his last year of college or it might have been his rookie year um 2021 Verbal altercation with Cavs GM for moving his locker. Uh, for those who don't remember that, he destroyed the locker room after that. Yes. Um,
0: for like, yes. Again, they moved his locker.
1: They traded and got someone in a trade and moved his locker into the corner. Um, and I, I could be wrong about this, but I also think they switched his jersey number.
0: Um, that I don't remember. I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: I'm not sure about that, but I I believe I read that somewhere. He didn't like that someone was taking his jersey. Uh, but oh, but man, e- either way. the Cavs
0: are just uh just oppressing him. Holy shit! <laughs>
1: 2021 sustained minor injuries in a Miami strip club altercation. Uh, that was a fight that alleged he allegedly started, but allegedly. Uh, 2022 dispute with Rockets coach John Lucas at halftime. Angrily left mid-game. He just went home at halftime. Didn't come back. Uh, Christian Wood also left at, at, I want to say, maybe it was the third quarter of that game. He also didn't finish the game, Christian Wood. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember
0: that well. It was a big story for a team that was abysmal at the time.
1: they They were the worst team in the league at that time. And here we are. Uh, it actually, since that moment, it did seem like he had some, he had worked out some of his issues. He seemed happy to be on the team, looking forward to what was happening next with the team. Um, but here he is, felony assault. Um, yeah, this is is very serious. Uh, we've also, we've had issues like this in Miles Bridges, um salt cases in the league we've seen how the league deals with it they're very serious about it and the rockets have apparently started looking for trades to uh trade his contract away for some picks um in order to
0: yeah good luck with that good luck with that
1: it'll it'll just be a trade and wave thing to for money money purposes Hmm. um I still wouldn't do it if I'm another any other
0: team, but you know,
1: I wouldn't either. I wouldn't give up picks just to wave his money. I wouldn't do that.
0: But well, I, I honestly, man, I'm like of all the Rockets young guys, um, and that that includes Jalen Green, that includes uh Sangoon, who by the way, another international big, uh, yeah, uh, that includes even like the KJ Martin, um you know, the the bouncy guys they've had. Yeah. Like, to me, I was significantly more excited about Kevin Porter Jr.'s individual potential than any of those other guys.
1: Yeah, he was the best player on the team.
0: And and to me, I thought, like, I thought everything they did this offseason was to kind of focus the the core young, like, of the team, the young core of the team. Yeah you know like you know maybe brooks is not a, a a leader but brooks is a two-way player he's a winning player in my opinion uh yeah. van fleet is a leader like he's a vet he's mature yeah i mean you know i just it's frustrating but to me he's like he's done i mean with his with the history you just listed off he's fucking yeah. done he's done I mean, you know, we, it's 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 who you are. It's not a fucking series of isolated incidents. Yep. And I hate it because he had a lot of potential as a player, but you know, you, you can't you can't focus on the game, you're done. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um that that's it. I don't have we don't have much else to say about that. It really <laughs> is nothing else to say. I mean, it'll um, uh,
0: when we preview the season. You know, the hype we've had for the Rockets to me, my hype has significantly dissipated. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, I thought he he would be the elite, talented young player that would put it all together. Yeah, and uh, yeah, man, that's that's not gonna happen. That, and now you're asking a lot more from the other young guys who are a step behind. To me, Jalen Green. Is a step behind on like progression as a winning player.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Sangoon is kind of the same way, so yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's disappointing, I guess. That's what yeah, and
1: are. a lot more pressure on the rookie. Um, the Thompson twin they got, right? Uh, I think they got Cam Whitmore too,
0: right? Yes,
1: yeah. Um, a lot more pressure on the rookies as well. Uh, for them to step up into quarters, uh for his role, which was a lot of points, leading the scorer on the team and leading the assist guy on the team. You
0: know. He was the only guy in the past few years of the, the inept basketball they've played. He's been the only guy that, like, at times, you can understand why they're putting the ball in his hands. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jalen Green really shouldn't have the ball too often. Uh, mm-hmm. Any of the young, like to me, the, the Thompson twin is probably if he's going to be really impactful, it's going to be moving without the ball. Yeah, uh, Whitmore is another like Whitmore kind of a, a defensive player. We don't really know how he's going to contribute offensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just frustrating, man. It it just it's a step back for a team that that was really trying to move in the right direction. A big yeah. step back.
1: Yep, new coach everything was everything looked like it was working working well but
0: it's you like know. you know after hearing all the stuff you read off and i and i forgot some of that stuff but yeah i mean like the the rockets should have anticipated something not not this you know not him just throwing his almost i mean essentially life away mm-hmm. uh, but clearly there was issues there and, and i feel like to to a small extent the Rockets shouldn't have expected this a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Um not sure if there was a uh not sure if he ever had some sort of mentorship there. Um I think last year with um
0: I could say Silas. I can tell you now Eric Gordon didn't mentor a soul there. I can say that yeah. for a fact. <laughs>
1: And not even the players, but just even the coaches. I mean, Silas, I think, was a good guy, but I I don't know if they – He was
0: kind of a crybaby.
1: Yeah, and and as a team, I just don't know if they put a lot of effort into keeping um, someone around the guys, you know, a man around some of those kids because most of them are are kids. They're still really young guys. So
0: many of these guys are like recent draft picks.
1: Yeah, they're not even 22. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. is 23 now. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if a lot of the, if they had someone around like that. But yeah, it's bad, man. Really, really, really bad. We will see what comes of it, see what happens next, but it's not looking good. Uh, so um, you have anything else today?
0: Uh no that's it man. Uh, Djokovic dominated. Djokovic
1: dominated. Got his twenty fourth. Coco got her first at yeah, the U.S. Cool. Open. Um yeah um yeah. I mean, Djokovic wasn't wasn't a surprise. Coco was a little bit of surprise. Um, but she played really fantastic the entire tournament. It, it was a that was one of the most fun U.S. Opens I could ever remember watching. Um every round Very was competitive. Really, really good. Yeah. Yep. Uh WBA um playoffs started yes no. Started Wednesday. Um they continued tonight. So that, that's going on if if any, any of our listeners are interested in WBA, Great. Really, really good season. Competitive season. Um yeah I think I think that's it for us now. Uh Hopefully more NBA news comes soon.
0: Um, yeah, man, uh, we're getting closer and closer it. to training camp. You know, before long, it's we're going to be coming on here, and it's going to be mid-training camp, and I'm excited to talk about it.
1: Yeah, and I just can't believe the trades that need to be made still have not been made. Even, but You know at Last season, the Kyrie and Kevin Durant issue obviously lingered a lot longer. And it should have um and that was actually an issue, so uh not nah, I shouldn't say issue, but that was like real contract disputes and real issues with the team, like really disliking the team, yeah yeah, um uh, Damien likes Portland, he just is ready to move on, uh harden not so sure about that, so some of the other situations. Different situations, but surprise it they lasted this long. And uh, we mentioned it last time, but it's still surprising.
0: Yeah, Harden. Uh, uh I can't wait to see how the Harden thing plays out. I know, I'm excited about that. So like Dave Dave, my excitement guys. is just kind of passed because to your point uh-huh. it's been a while. Uh yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna happen suddenly like it did with KD, where we were just sitting there and all of a sudden, whoa, KD to exactly where he wants to go. How neat. Uh,
1: but... I'm gonna be mad if he <laughs> he goes to Miami, man. I will be. At I'll this be point,
0: I'm I'm in the same boat. Like at this point, I'm like, yo, I just I, I want I don't want people to look at him sideways. So uh, I, anywhere else but Miami, I, I'm good with. It at this point, yeah.
1: Well, we will see. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe, follow us. All the stuff um, podcasters say at the end of podcasts, but um, we'll talk to you guys next time.